Come join Libby, Molly, and Tiffany, the ladies of Consignment Chats, where we talk about all things consignment. Hey, y'all. Welcome to episode 15 of Consignment Chats. Today, we're introducing a new segment into our show. This segment is called Sea Chat Spotlight. And we are so excited because we as a group truly, fully believe in community when it comes to consignment. And this is allowing us to really push that idea by bringing you once a month a spotlighted business, or it could be an idea. Maybe it's not a business. Maybe it's something a little different that somebody's doing that we think is worthy of a spotlight. But we just thought, let's add this in to really show our love of the consignment community and put it in there and give our businesses the opportunity to show the amazing things that they do. Because there are a lot of them out there, right, ladies, that are really living the dream and walking the consignment world. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to just put a spotlight on some of these businesses because- Daily, I am amazed at what people are out there and doing. So it's just going to be fun that we can bring this to you. It's also going to be inspiring. So I think so too. And we all believe that we learn, I mean, we learn from each other every episode. I mean, I feel like I'm always learning from the two of you and in our community group, we're learning. And so this just gives us more opportunity to learn and grow from each other. Yeah. So I'm excited. So today we start with a very special guest who the three of us have actually seen in an interview style in the past. And they just really, in a different way, resonated with each one of us. We each left that and talked to each other and were like, oh my goodness, I think they're a power couple. So we are just really excited to bring you Quavardis and Carlo of QC consigns. Ooh, Here we go. Yes. Here we go. <laughs> hi guys. Welcome. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, hi Molly. Oh my gosh. So excited you guys are here. We have promised our friends in our community that we would start spotlight spotlighting a business. And I say that half-heartedly. We're going to spotlight businesses, but we're calling it C Chat Spotlight because it may not always be a business. It may oh. be that we spotlight. A phenomenal idea or something somebody does unique in the industry. So right. right now we're starting with businesses and we chose you guys to be our first. Awesome. So friends, this is Q. Q, raise your hand and Carlo of QC Consigns. And I cannot wait until y'all hear about where this name came from, but I'm going <laughs> to let them know that in a little while, but I just love it. But we chose them to be our first. So welcome as our first spotlight, C-Chat Spotlight, because we actually saw them in another interview with Kathy Terrell. And we all three watched them at our own homes and at the end came together and were each very inspired by their personalities, their st- you touched us each in a different way. And so we thought this power couple, this dynamic story, these wonderful people are going to be our first spotlight. So we thank you for your willingness to join us. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you fun. for the invitation. Yeah. Uh, we really didn't think we were that great. But because... <laughs> well, let me lift you up a little there. Yeah, yeah. I'm all the way up. As a matter of fact, I'm in the shorter chair. <laughs> So, so we balance know, out. 
<laughs> I love it. Three, it's so we balance out. I love <laughs> see, it. If you see some of our wind down Fridays, the top of his head sometimes get cut off. We're constantly telling him, move back, move back it up. So when we yeah. do when we do these zooms, he's always sitting in the much lower chair. He's got his <laughs> knees up, his knees up by his chest I'm right in now. Kitty chair. Yeah, he looks like an NBA player on the sidelines. Oh my gosh, I love it. I used to teach preschool, and so when when the big chairs weren't available, and I had to sit in that little chair, I it was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's the chair you're in, Carlo. That's it. Yes, that one. That's my lifelong. <laughs> Well, why don't we start um, with the two of you telling everybody the name of your business, where you're located, those good details, so they know who you are and yeah, you where you are. Well, the name of our business is QC Consigns. We're located in the Queen City, which has no affiliation with our name. Not at all. Charlotte, North Carolina. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's where we are right now. Yeah. But it doesn't Q and C doesn't it doesn't represent us or our names at all, and everyone always thinks that. Well, I want to know where the name came from. Well, interesting you. enough, um, it's the tagline to our business, which is where quality and customer service meet. So I'm originally from the garment industry, and I'm a technical designer in the garment industry, and so. My job as a technical designer, somewhat of an engineer in the apparel industry, is to actually make, build, and, and quality check clothing, if you will. Mm -hmm. And so I kind of bring that to the table. Um, and then the customer service pieces, this is kind of my husband's pastime, being in banking and being in retail as well. It was always the customer service piece. So we kind of bring, you know, our... Two specialties roles. and roles to the business and that became our tagline and it just so happens to be the first letter in our first name so there you go and that's what I assumed the first time I saw it that it had to yeah. be the first names and when I first heard your tagline and the story behind it I thought that is it's phenomenal yeah and that wasn't our original name the original name was from soup to nuts consignment so we started back in 2012 in Florida, okay. in Florida. and um, it from Soup to Nuts Consignment came about because we sold any and everything we still do today from a light bulb to a diamond ring. And um, that was the name we have, but it was too long of a name. And so when you start to get into branding and marketing and you start bringing in other opinions and people's voices and, you know, we started to realize the name was long. People were misspelling the name yeah. and they would go type it in. I'm sure. So, you know, that's something to really think about when you're thinking about a name to name your business. What is going to be that name that people will remember really quickly? And then everybody being online, it's got to be the ease of the click. So that wasn't an ease of a click from soup to nuts consignment were all those letters. <laughs> you really want to be able to be consistent on all your platforms with your name. And that's definitely true. I mean, we had a five-year plan when we started out, when we got really serious about the business, because I wouldn't say we were really serious in our first year. I think we were just kind of experimenting and trying to see where this would go. Mm -hmm. But we, when, when we really got serious about it, we said, well, you know, mm -hmm. in you know, three to five years, we want to actually be able to rebrand ourselves and then really make this investment and things of that nature. And so we were able to connect ourselves with some people who did some work for us pro bono and nice. or like 10% of the cost of what they normally would charge. And so that afforded us the opportunity to rebrand. And that's where we learned 
a lot about who who we are, why we are, and what makes us different from anybody yeah. else. Yeah. So, which was that was the hardest thing I think for us to to really kind of get some understanding on is the, you know, kind of the golden circle of the the why, the how, and the what. And um, we didn't have those answers. And when people would ask us, it was like, mm-hmm, we sell clothes, you know, we resell clothes, but that way it was bigger than that. So. But really you did have it. You just hadn't. We hadn't processed it. It, it wasn't something we understood how to compute and put down on paper or really verbalize. Right. You have to That's think on a deeper level to get that. And it is, I mean, just your tagline alone, like you saying, what you're each bringing from your past into this business is... Right. A unique bringing, you know, it's it's not something Libby and I have in Conchie Consignments business. You know, we bring different things to the table, and and getting getting people to know you and your story is is huge. You know, people want that personal connection, and the the what you both bring from your past industries, I think, not only is great for the success of the business and the knowledge you bring, but but it helps people connect with you, you know, and look, yeah. get to know you better. So you were kind of talking about you began in Florida. How did you start your business? How did this all come to? We want to, people want to know. <laughs> this young lady will tell you how it started because she's. Uh... It was a threat and a dare, basically. <laughs> so um, prior to moving to Florida, we lived in a about 4,200 square foot home in Ohio. And, um, you know, two kids, (laughs) two English Mastiffs, the big everything that goes with that. Mm -hmm. And we moved to Florida and um, we moved into a a really nice home. But then the kids started getting ready to kind of get prepared for high school and university. And we thought, okay, they're never home. Right. We got the house with the pool and all this and no one is ever home. No one's here. So we then downsized except the dog. Except the dog. <laughs> so we then downsized to a condo that was roughly about 26, 2800 square feet. So we were downsizing our dwelling, but we weren't really downsizing the stuff. <laughs> and I he just it was right after the holidays. He had just gotten fed up. Like kids' toys that had not been open. We're still hanging oh, around. You, you open up the cupboards and the closets and things are falling out <laughs> on top of you. Clothing with tags still on them. Like it was just right? like something with this stuff or I will give it away or throw it away. And that was the threat. And so I thought, well, you know what? I don't want to just give my stuff away. And I definitely don't want to throw it away. Right. And so, well, I know I've, I've purchased stuff on eBay and maybe I could figure out how to sell on eBay. So back then, eBay is not at all what it is today back then. Mm -hmm. Um, It was like you got three steps and you figure out the rest. You know, it wasn't as simple as that, but it was very simple. And so I did. And I I took a few pictures of of some items. We had this little cutout in our dining room. I cleared it out and put put it in there. (laughs) I don't know what I was doing, but it seemed like it made sense. I didn't have a camera phone back then. I had a real camera. Right. Fashion photography. Yeah, that you like plug it to the computer and download the photos. So I was there. I get it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. You guys started in 2012. Too, so yeah. It was just kind of, that's what I did. And after about a week, I made about a thousand dollars and I was hooked. That was- Molly, mm-hmm. I started <laughs> going around the house 
finding stuff and selling it. Kids were looking for the Wii game. That was bad. <laughs> I was about to say, Carlos probably like, where's that suit of mine? Where did it go? It wasn't nailed down. Good. I was selling it. Molly, you know the term. Your parents would say you would do certain things for money. Yeah, he was pimping me out because he was like, well, what else? What else is there? And so um, I was pointing out the spots. Hey, you got this over here. <laughs> the kids were quite upset. We have friends that would joke with us. A friend came over one day and, you know, the big thing was, you know, take your shoes off and things like that before you come into the house. And <laughs> one of our friends said, told his wife, said, listen, watch where you put your shoes. You might walk out barefoot because mm -hmm. Q will sell them. <laughs> just gonna sell them. We had become a household name where people like knew what we were doing. <laughs> and um, long story short, we started getting phone calls from eBay and emails. And my husband was like, what's going on? He thought I had owed eBay money. And it wasn't the case. They actually wanted us to open a store. And I was pretty reluctant. And that was simply because I was really at the height of my career. And I had a lot of stress on me being in the in, in the garment industry. Mm -hmm. I just didn't want to take on one more thing. Teenage kids, this big guy, you know, <laughs> it was just a lot going on. And so um, he convinced me that we should do it. And, and that's how the madness got started. And wow. um, I know me. I, I know that for me, it isn't just let's stay at A for as long as we can. Never. I'm always two, three years ahead. Like we just finished our three-year strategy uh, wow. for QC Consigns. And, and so it's like, it's always there. And that was one of the reasons why I cannot take another thing on because I know what I'm like. And, but that's what got us here. Yeah. yeah. And look at you now. <laughs> you know, right, let's see. I'm going to throw out a fun one. I got some fun ones in between here just to get okay. to know you a little better. So um, quick one. Who does the cooking? I'm the everyday chef. If you're coming to dinner, that's the chef. Oh, okay. Perfectionist. <laughs> Specialty. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So in your business, where can people find you if they want to shop your items? That's a really good question. Um, so we recently expanded um, our, and that was part of one of our strategies for this year. We recently expanded ourselves across several different marketplaces. Mm -hmm. So our main marketplace is eBay. So what that means is that, so basically we are online. We are 100% uh -huh. online. Let's start there. Um, and our main marketplace is eBay. So what that means is that 100% of our inventory sits on eBay. From the time it comes in, it's on eBay. If it doesn't perform within 30 to 60 <clears throat> days, meaning it doesn't sell by then, it then gets pushed out to other marketplace platforms. Okay. Um, it doesn't leave eBay, but now it has a very better and different chance of kind of getting sold. Okay. Um, and so right now, today, we are on TradeZ. Mm -hmm. um, we are on eBay. We are okay. on Macari. We're on Depop. We're on Poshmark. Okay. We are on I Do Now I Don't. A lot of our high-end diamonds and rubies, jewelry, stuff like that is on I Do Now I Don't. Um, Nearly Newlyweds is where a lot of our wedding gowns are on. Um, so what we do is we kind of use those platforms to specialize. Okay. Um, so we kind of understand what the market is there. And then we pretty much branch out from
from there. Um, and a lot of times what happens is it sells very quickly once it gets on there. So you don't see a lot of our inventory on those areas. You'll see most of it pretty much on eBay. Okay. All right. So, and I'm going to link all that up to those of you watching or listening on podcast. Um, it will be in the show notes. We'll have all their information linked up so you can find them. I think you pretty much answered what your favorite selling platform is, or maybe I'm wrong. um i i mean we may have different answers yeah (laughs) um ebay is definitely i think the household favorite yeah um not only because that's where we started but the way ebay has set itself up and the way it has truly revolutionized itself I feel like it's been a really amazing platform to grow with and it continues to kind of evolve. And I love that. And I love the fact that on eBay, we can go global with so much security and protection where you can't do that with a lot of the other platforms. The other thing, the reason why it's my favorite, especially now, is um, USPS. So I don't want to get too involved in the conversations around USPS um, because there are some things that we have realized now that we've become pretty well known is that companies come after us for certain things now. Oh boy. So I don't want to get a cease and desist letter. Right. But, um, <laughs> well, but, we need to watch it because we do have conversations about our yeah. shipping relationships sometimes. So, <laughs> we need to start so, we, we have, you know, what eBay allows us to do is we are open to all of these other shippers and carriers. Mm-hmm. So we love that as well. Again, with the protection um, versus with a lot of platforms, they're still just kind of that one note USPS. But, you know, unfortunately, there's been quite a bit of loss behind shipping with specific carriers, including that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those are kind of my top three reasons why I, I love it. And the fees are so much cheaper. Yeah. Than, yeah. I wouldn't say cheaper, but they're less right. definitely than many of the other platforms. I mean, even Walmart's now in the game. We just got an invitation to get on Walmart's marketplace platform. I just got an email about them. Mm -hmm. But when you look at the fees, it's like, whoa, you know, you have to, especially when you're in consignment, it's different when it's your business product and the hundred profit is yours. But when you're sharing that profit, you really have to understand how to protect you and your consignments. Absolutely. Absolutely. Those are great points and points we've talked about. I mean, with eBay, you've got, I think the last statistic I looked up was 185 million globally. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. It's crazy. Carla, what about you? Same or do you have one you like? You know what? I I must say, I would have to say eBay too, because the global factor and the protection. Yeah. Because uh, we learned early, you know, we shipped some stuff out to the Eastern Bloc. And thank God PayPal supported us in getting at least money back for two or three of those items we had sold. Because it's noted that area is noted for fraud. But if you don't have a, a foothold in those countries where you, you know, a company that can go with the resource and fight for it, so this is us. 
mm-hmm. you know, like Google or something. Yeah, so I would definitely say eBay. Yeah. Another question that we get often from people that are new to the industry or are determining whether or not to come in is, how do you get your inventory? Mm-hmm. How do you find your inventory? How do you find consigners? Wow. That's a good question. So, um, it's funny. Now our inventory comes from so many places to the point that we have clients who donate at this point mm-hmm. and um, some very affluential clients that donate. But how we started is was with word our own mouth. stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then it be, and, became word of mouth. And then it became word of mouth. So my husband was on the board at our daughter's private school back when we lived in Florida. And it, this is the social butterfly guy. So I'm the gal mm-hmm. that kind of recedes to the backdrop until I've gotten some liquid courage in me. Yeah. But he's the one that's out there, you know, fluttering around. And so he was talking to any and everybody that would listen to him. And so it started out where we would go in, clean people's closets out, basements out, cupboards out. And that's how we started getting inventory. It was just kind of putting it out there. Yeah. Um, and then we got, you know, hooked up with some liquidators and distributors and jobbers back then. Don't find a lot of those now, the, the jobbers and, and the liquidators. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and now today, um, it comes from everywhere. I mean, social media clients, um, still family members that want to do business <laughs> with us friends i mean um but you know we still go we still have resources outside of the personal factor that we we uh go to and then we have such a repeat consignment client business that we have a waiting list right now to get in wow um because we only take upwards of now we expanded that to 250 uh, Mm -hmm. contracts it was 100 150 but we've had to expand it but even still we have a waiting list yeah and so um that's how we do it but i think just start out asking friends it was funny. We go to people's houses and one way or another, this guy could weasel that conversation <laughs> into, do you like that? What are you doing? Don't, don't say you haven't used it in a while, but you know, I can make you some money. You right. know, it was figuring out how to make that cocktail hour conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think you just have to be bold enough to just put it out there and, and see where it gets you. And right. This is, um, we were told at first we didn't really pursue it heavily. Dry cleaners. Yes. You oh, know, really? A lot yes. of dry cleaners have stuff that's been left past 90 days, and normally they'll donate it to, you know, Goodwill. But if mm-hmm. you can go to them, ask them, hey, I'm starting, could you please help me out? Even if they give you a portion. Wow. It's better than nothing. So if you hit mm-hmm. five or six dry cleaners, mm-hmm. I'm sure they'd like to give her that space, keep an inventory. Go that is great to, advice. Go to open houses, go to mm-hmm. auctions, go to for when people foreclose, estate sales. Estate sales. Yep. Um, I hate to say it, it sounds crazy. Read the obituary. You know, people are cleaning out all the time, you know, um, and that's where, you know, follow the estate sale, especially in Florida, especially in North Carolina, where, you know, you have the land, you have the property, you have the houses that house a lot of that stuff. People who are moving, you know, moving in or moving out of your neighborhood, 
Um, those are all the kind of out of the box things, but they work, they really do. They do. Yeah. And, and as far as consigners go, um, that goes with the pro that goes with the product at the end of the day for the most part. Yeah. Um, to, to be honest with you. And they find you, like you're saying, we've said that too. Once you start, word gets out. Oh yeah. If you're you don't you're never looking for it, it just keeps coming to you, right? Yeah. <laughs> and social media has helped with that a lot as well. Um now we will say that we are kind of looking at making some changes, which we can't disclose 100% right now what that looks like, but we are looking at making some changes to the infrastructure of that consigning piece within the business as it pertains to um, what type of product we take on, what type of consigners we take on and not that we're going to turn into the real real where you get this list of you know 100 items right designer brands and if you don't fall within that well then we don't sell your stuff because that's just not our model but it's definitely you know over the next year or two going to look and feel very different oh i'll be curious i'm gonna be excited <laughs> to follow that journey yeah, with you yeah. <laughs> see where that goes so most memorable item you've consigned? Ah, diamond ring. Ooh. Our next door neighbor, well, across the street neighbor uh -huh. back in Florida. It was a, was it a five? It was a six carat pear-shaped diamond pear -shaped. ring. And that was in the very, very early stages of, um, of us consigning. Yeah, we and were still... Um, we were from soup to nuts to sign yeah that, that we, long yeah family. we were and we were just still trying to figure it out and she made a huge investment in in our small little company and it paid off um so yeah i would say that would be the most memorable thing i would say off. so yeah and, and probably one of the most nerve-wracking <laughs> well yeah um we learned that you can you, there are partners involved eBay helped us with that, right? Um, eBay helped us with, with that. It. That was a huge one. We actually, now this is interesting, you know, um, I don't know if one of your questions is kind of, you know, how do you get the sale at the end of the day? But, you know, we partner a lot of times with brick and mortar companies. Okay. And other different types of companies to get items sold. So um, we have a private buyers list is probably about 75 pages long around the world. Oh, and wow. so we'll make phone calls, we'll send photos. Those are the guys and gals that spend a lot of money with us that we'll give them first dibs before it ever gets listed. Or we'll contact, um, you know, the jeweler sure. that we work with in Florida and have them appraise our fine jewelry. And then when we lived in Florida, we'd ask him to put it in his store. You oh, know, nice. these are the things that people, you know, you kind of have to think outside the box and be courageous enough to just yeah. put it out there. And I mean, say, obviously, you would you have to split your commission. Yeah, right. but, you know, if it's, if it's big enough. It's big enough. And also, it just sets a precedent yeah. that knowing that if you gave me something very costly, that is sitting in, in a company showcase being shown mm -hmm. and, sure. is, and is insured. So mm -hmm. go ahead and lose it if you want. Mm -hmm. It's covered. I mean, we've right. even interviewed companies to work with out of New York where he flew back and forth to New York a few times 
to work with jewelers in the diamond industry to carry some of our business to get sales. I mean, you, you just kind of have to put it out there. Yeah. Well, and that, I mean, how much faith does that give your consigners knowing that you take the time to build those resources and relationships with experts well, in the field? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's the customer service part that mm -hmm. we try to excel in. Yeah, that's fantastic. Great you know, advice. I, I want to give you that experience that takes you where you think that maybe a Berghoff Goodman's or something, you know, they, you know, in that perception. You should, you should never feel like you're shopping resale with us or, you know, yeah. hopefully. It's a great experience. Yeah. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. What is, all right, hold on. One more fun one. Who's the organized one? <laughs> You probably already knew the answer. To I that. kind of felt that, but I thought I'd throw it out there. Yeah. And, I, and who's the funny one? I already know the answer to this one now. It's probably neither of us. What? <laughs> it's probably our daughter that lives with us, who's also oh, a part of the company. God, but no, I probably out of both of us, it's this guy here. <laughs> yeah. I you, find you both to be fun. And fun. Thank well, thank you. Um, what is the one thing that you are most proud about your business oh wow we just uh, talked about this what is your one thing that you're most proud of? i think that during the most hardest year for anyone which was last year in the height of covid mm -hmm. our ability to be nimble and flexible and pivot um, love it we made some huge risky changes in our business and it was an investment that we made both in time and taking profit and putting it back into the company at a time when we probably should have been pocketing because we didn't know where the end was going to be. And it really paid off. So, you know, we started Wind Down Friday in the middle of, of a pandemic. We started How To with Q, with Q in the middle of a pandemic. Um, and, and those were some huge risks for us because we had never presented our business like that. And we didn't know, one, were we going to be able to maintain and sustain and keep up with it? We didn't know how social media or the customer was going to receive it. Um, we didn't even know if we were going to have the inventory to maintain and keep up with the demand if that came about. And it just opened up so many yeah so many doors for us. That's um, amazing. I think, I think that's what I'm most proud about is that we were able to not only sustain, but we probably increased our profitability by about anywhere from 40 to 45%. Wow. Yeah. That ability to see and, and pivot in the face of chaos. chaos. Right? Yeah. 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 That's, that's a fantastic thing to be able to do. And one of the things I'm hearing across the board, a good reason why your consignment business is, I mean, thank goodness, it, it's an online business. Um, we have a lot of people that come to us now that are brick and mortar, but because of the pandemic have become either hybrid or are, you know, looking to make that, mm -hmm. that move over. So. And that's one of the things that we did in the pandemic, which we never thought that we would turn the valve on. We had plans for it, but it was definitely much further out in our business model when we talk about strategies. But we we took on um, retail space inventory. 
Um, and so that was something whereas mall businesses and boutiques were closing. So what are you doing with that inventory? Wow. You know, and it wasn't one of those things where we'll pay you for the inventory. No, we will help you unload it. And here's our fee to do it. Smart. And so, um, and this guy is the one that kind of taught me that, you know, you don't have to pay for everything. You have a service you can offer barter and then let's like start there. Um, and so that's what we ended up doing. And that, that took our inventory to a whole other level. Wow. And that's what afforded us the opportunity to do the wind down Fridays yeah. and things like that. Wow. Well, I've been, I think we've been blessed with donors. Mm-hmm. You have a few people who just said, you know, here you go. You guys have been at it. Here you go. Yeah, that is nice. want, they don't want anything. This is just, the investment I'm making in your company, and, and so that's to me, been a blessing. That's one of the things I'm proud of. So, wow, someone thought enough of us. Yeah, and that's because of the people you are, right? Yeah, yeah. I definitely think it has a lot to do with that, along with God's mm-hmm. grace, most certainly. I mean, we definitely put him before everything in our business and in our home. Wow. And so, you know, that was one of the prayers we had going through COVID was, if it's meant to be, if it's part of your plan, Lord, yeah. then show us what it is we need to do and open the doors and windows of heaven and pour us out a blessing mm-hmm. and more than enough for us to receive. And so that's afforded us to bless other people. And so we're really happy about it. I love that. Love and it. You can't put a real you on Instagram or eBay and thinking you like pay for an image. At some right. point, you're going to see it. I'm going to see it. That the real you will come out. That's not the real right. you. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Got to be authentic. That's it. Love authentic. Love authentic. So I love authentic in people and I love it in my designer brand. Yes. <laughs> Let me throw that out there in two ways. Well, guys, I cannot thank you enough. I know your schedules are busy. I know you've been going from one location to another, working on some things that I'm hoping we hear about soon. <laughs> yes. When you let that cat out of the bag, we're so excited. I can't wait to hear what it is. But I really, this time, I know your time is valuable and we thank you. I know that our followers and, and subscribers are going to love getting to know you guys if they don't already. Okay, well, thank you. Your time is valuable too. We appreciate you you spending time with us. Yeah, especially with our differences. (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, what time is it there? I would say it's um, it's almost six. Yeah. Oh, okay. But we're neighbors, so we're going to get together physically. Yes, definitely. Let's let's do that. We will. Well, I thank you guys. Um, again, I'm going to link all of their business contacts on these posts so people can find them. If you're not following them on social media, you're going to want to, you don't want to miss out. So Carlo, you, thank you so much. You're welcome, Molly. Molly, It's so nice to speak with you. It's a pleasure. Wow. That was so much fun talking to them. Thank you so much, QC Consigns, for being our first CChat Spotlight. Absolutely. Thank you so much. That was really inspiring. That was great. I love those guys. This is so yeah. great. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're fun, aren't they? So knowledgeable and yet mm-hmm. fun. I mean, yeah, just absolutely. Like, 
I, I, what did I say the first time? I want to, I want to hang out with them. Like, mm-hmm. I think we all need to go to lunch. <laughs> <laughs> the second you met them, Molly, that's what you said. Oh my gosh. I want these people as my friends. <laughs> I want to be their friend. I got my eye on them. <laughs> so cool. all right. we just, we can't wait to do another one, you guys. And if this is something you want us to highlight your business with, or you have an idea that you think is worthy of a spotlight on, please let us know. You can email us at consignmentchats at gmail.com and let us know about your business and that you'd like to be highlighted or some great idea that you think is worthy of a spotlight because we're all about, what do I say? Hashtag. Collaboration over competition. Come on. I knew you girls could pull that one out. We love our community and it's all about collaboration over competition. And speaking of community, We've had some things going on in our C-Chats community. So, Tiffany, are we going to start with you? I think you have some things to share. Okay. Well, Emily, who's a member of our C-Chats community, is building her business. And she wrote the other day, I finally got some furniture moved into my showroom over the weekend. Still need to order clothing racks and start bringing merch in to be steamed, photographed, and listed. It feels incredible to have a dedicated workspace that I can drive to like a real job and get excited about. When I'm in that showroom, it's work time, no distractions allowed. And then she put up a picture, which Which we're going to put here. And for those of you that are on podcast and listening, not watching us on YouTube, you can head on over to our um, social media pages, Facebook, Instagram, and we will put that picture on there too. So you can see all the work she's doing in her new studio. We're very excited for Emily. It is so exciting. I feel like almost like it's happening to me you know I just get so excited (laughs) yes and so invested in somebody's success it's really it's really fun it's quite a journey it's also too because last week I talked about Michelle from Salvage Garden you know buying that building Mm -hmm. and I've been following along on her page and watching the progress going on there and it's just very exciting very exciting oh I'm gonna have to head over there and check it out as well Yeah. yeah Very cool. So something exciting happened this week in our community. Well, I I felt like it was very, very fun. Is um, List Perfectly has a podcast, the Seller Community Podcast. And we, Consignment Shots, were their um, seller shout out. So they, you know, gave us a shout out, said we were a great resource for uh, consignment, people looking to get into it, people that were already into it. And it was just really exciting. It's an incredible incredible podcast if you haven't listened to it i highly recommend it to hear the story behind list perfectly in their seller community podcast is and i was going to ask you libby for new people who are coming into the consignment business or just thinking about it and listening to us kind of trying to decide what what is list perfectly oh yeah i guess i should say so list perfectly is a cross-listing tool right now it's the only tool that allows you to cross-list um between platforms so they have you know so many platforms you know facebook marketplace kittison grails poshmark ebay um tradesy tradesy I mean, you pretty much name it, they, they have it. And um, Tiffany and I and Molly, we all use it and we all love it. And um, yeah, it's a great cross-listing tool. So we always have it. Uh, we always have a link listed in our favorites on our website. And we'll drop a link in the show notes below as well for List Perfectly if you're interested. 
Yeah, I um, haven't been using it to its full potential for like the past year I've been using it. So I, this past week, I've really been, I upgraded my plan and I've really been using it like for all the things it can do. And it's like, wow, just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It. it's yeah, so much more impressive than you originally knew, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And everybody kind of uses it in a different way. So it's definitely, well, definitely interesting. Any platform that can be a time saver in this business and streamline processes is, mm-hmm. is a winner in our book. Yeah. <laughs> So thank you to list perfectly. And thank you to the seller community podcast. It really meant a lot to hear that. So that was amazing. It was exciting. Mm -hmm. So I felt like, okay, I'm I'm just a few steps away now from my glam squad. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to start practicing my autograph and start looking at, uh, people's credentials for my glam squad. (laughs) We're we're going big girls. All right. I'm wrapping. (laughs) happening all right right, so if you guys love hanging out oh first as i mentioned in the interview at the end there are links also to um qc consign so you can get connected with them check out their store um Mm -hmm. they as you saw are amazing and wonderful people those links will be there along with the other links mentioned if you love hanging out with us first of all subscribe right Join us, subscribe, um, leave any comments you have. We're always loving to hear comments from you, reviews, um, and head on over to consignmentchats.com. And that is where you can find all ways to connect with us. So until then, ladies, cheers. Cheers. There's my lipstick, Tiffany. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for joining Libby, Molly, and Tiffany. The ladies of consignment chats as we talked about all things consignment. To learn more and keep chatting, find consignment chats on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Facebook, and Instagram.